0: Welcome to the very, very, very strongest One Piece Podcast. I am your Captain Bill, along with my Nakama through this voyage through the Grand Line. Got Lou and first mate Justin.
1: Oh, I got promoted to first mate. Yeah, how come he's first mate? Fuck you, (laughs) Louis. I'm just
2: Lou, he's first mate. What do I do on the ship? What's my what's my role in the crew?
0: You know you got to make your role. <sighs> Man, Did, Nami, wasn't, Nami wasn't Nami wasn't assigned make... navigator. She she just became the navigator. Yeah, but listen, she, y'all, like, we're not we're not getting into all this petty shit because every week <laughs> we go over the legendary anime and manga series One Piece, One Piece at a time. This week we are covering episodes forty six through fifty three. So. Now if we want to argue about... Now that I finished the intro, if we want to argue about who's what part okay, of the crew. Okay, because
2: I just figured out, like, you wanted me... Uh, uh, Louis, because...
1: actually, you have to um, request permission to speak to the captain, and you have to run that by me, first mate. Uh, uh, Justin, uh, uh, Nunzio Perantone, I took your middle name, also. No, <laughs> can't do that! <laughs> it says, I'm the captain, first mate! are you going to let him do this? <laughs> captain! He, he can't be bothered with this, first of all, again... Request permission to speak to Captain Bill. All right, first
2: mate, first mate Wiggles or Justin, uh, may I speak to the captain please?
1: Let me go. Uh, let me go talk to my vice. My vice, uh, first mate. Okay. Yeah, you can. You can.
2: Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Captain Bill. Um, did I get hired onto the crew cuz I'm
0: the handsome one? First of all, soldier, take a knee. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is, like, turning into Friday Night Lights. All right, I'm down. I'm <laughs> on my knees. Clear
0: eyes, full hearts, <laughs> can't reach. Damn it, Riggins. Man, <laughs> nah, all
2: right, well, was it because I can make the Jolly Roger?
0: Oh. All right. Okay, all right. What what role on the, on, the, on the crew do you want to put? Like, do you want to be?
2: Uh, I'm really good at cleaning. I don't do windows or bathrooms, though. You don't do bath... Um. First of
0: all, don't even act like you're good at cleaning bathrooms, because... <laughs>
2: Alright. I'm gonna okay. Maybe I can be the cook. Um, I make some mean oat cannolis. It's a special formula that Lou, you uh, don't cook not
0: one vegan thing.
2: (laughs) Okay, this is a strictly (laughs) vegan
0: ship. Yeah.
2: Shit, Shit. Um, I I know the best spot in town to get us some fucking primo carrots. I could be the carrot
1: picker.
0: Everyone knows about Rachel's. It's right around the corner.
1: Uh, he just boy, He <sighs> just Damn. he just took that away from you. The <laughs> first, first,
2: first mate, Justin Ninzio, Parentoni. Um, <laughs> I, I need some. I need some ideas. What do you think? Of, what can I do on the ship?
1: Look, Lewis, Obviously, you're the glue, right? Like you keep yeah, the you I'm keep the, the ship together, right?
2: Captain, <laughs> I've got. I'm made of glue. I ate the glum the glue glue fruit, and I keep the ship together
1: was that good <laughs> i think that was really good i think he
0: i think you've earned your spot
2: <laughs> that's he, glue he's not saying anything i think that's a yes i think all right made first it. made
0: justin and glue guy lou <laughs> <laughs> the, on the glue gun glue glue gun uh, gosh. you, and know, you don't, can't spell
1: and, and i can't can spell
2: glue without lou that's all i'm that's saying true. That's and I can, I can
1: i can and i can assure you captain bill that uh Lewis does not harm any uh, cows when, or horses when making his glue. No, so, it's um, strictly spit. It's strictly made <laughs> of his spit. and
2: It's organic. Uh, and uh, You know what? Yeah, it's organic. Oh, You're man, welcome.
1: It's so great being at the top. And by the top, I mean second. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, so uh, what's everybody been up to?
2: Man... You know what I've been really into lately? Fucking napping. I've just been sleeping my days away, and I gotta tell you what. Fantastic. You Should try it. No, good.
1: it's actually the today. I felt real bad. Uh, I what? I woke up really early. Uh, Jacob's been doing this thing where he wants like uh, with my legs. He wants to be underneath my kneecaps. Like, he, that's where he wants, like, he wants to, like, spread out underneath my kneecap. So, like, my legs are up and, you know, I, I can't sleep. Cause it, like, Is this on the bed? Yeah, yeah, on the bed. So, like, he's, you know, underneath, like, the cover, underneath my my legs. And he keeps, like, just automatically putting himself there. And I couldn't sleep. And uh, so I woke up. And I was just, like, downstairs just fiddling about doing... doing I don't even know what I was doing. And then, so like around 10 or something like that, I asked Alex, I was like, I'm going to go upstairs and take like, take a nap. And she was like, okay. And I woke up like at two and I felt real bad. I was like, I'm sorry. I I left you. I left you alone with, uh, with, with the beast for, (laughs) for five hours. (laughs) I thought he would be under your knees this whole time. (laughs) Oh no. Well, he was, he was up once he's up. Is, there's no way he's going back to bed. Like there's, I, I feel like he's. I feel like J- Jacob's
2: your real captain. He's gonna be the one who pulls your hair and tells you to swap the deck.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, he's our wild man. He's, he's, he's like what you need in clutch situation. <laughs> he's, he's learned all of my skills as as far as, like, you know how I have a tendency. He
2: falls like me. He just, like, <laughs> breaks
1: things like me. He jumps right off everything into <laughs> and just hopes that he lands someplace safe. That's,
2: like a cat, you know? Yeah, he's,
1: that's my boy.
2: You know, it runs in your jeans. You guys do land on your feet. Yeah, I
1: no, that's, that. I,
0: I have. That's, uh, like I said. Except for when you skateboarded off that roof. And you oh
1: yeah on your fingers <laughs> oh that hurts so bad oh my gosh I don't even bring that up oh my gosh this is the only time Pff, fucking do it anytime I you, you, Man, you didn't break anything though huh you landed uh,
2: on your hands you didn't break anything
1: my fingers like bent back
2: wait you broke your fingers i
1: didn't break them but they did go all the way back
2: <laughs> see you're agile like a cat
1: yeah double jointed i guess in that one instance, never been able to do it again.
2: <laughs> Everything just snaps now if I try. Uh,
1: yeah, he's uh, Jacob's been watching all these uh, animal documentaries uh, about uh, whales killing other whales, and uh, Dude, you know, hell yeah, that's sweet. It is. It's pretty. It's fucking awesome. It is. It is, Dude, it I is awesome. I just love any kind of animal
0: documentary.
1: You know what? I didn't think about
2: it, but like, yeah, you've said that multiple times, like. I, I I yeah, at least like this year. I've heard you say this like three times like you genuinely love animal documentaries. Me? Is there like a reason for it? Yeah. Yeah, you.
0: Oh, I yeah, no, I just love animals. I mean uh <laughs> and and insects Bang. too. I mean, I'll watch like I if I if something comes up in my in my feed about like a praying mantis doing a thing, I'm like, "All right, well, I guess I'm watching whatever this praying mantis is doing because that's literally the most interesting thing of all time." It doesn't matter if the praying mantis is like this is like the praying mantis pretending to be a leaf. Or like this is the praying mantis like eating some a like leaf. a bird. That, or then like <laughs> the praying mantis being eaten by ants. And I'm like, wow, the bug world is so horrifying. <laughs>
1: it, no, no, it is. Especially when they – because they have those awesome cameras and they get so close yeah. that, you know. Dude,
0: no, no, no. I watched one the other day where they went into an anthill. Like, oh, I don't know. I can't do it.
1: I can't. I Inside? I believe
0: it. So I Inside found out the how they did hell. this. I found out how they did this, or how they yeah they get this they they pay an ant. You have to go.
2: he has got to be a SAG actor, and they go in. They talk to the ant and like his whole family. Um,
1: are they unionized? No, what they like, uh, yeah, more they, more they,
2: they are actually ants are unionized like. Because they're
1: hive mind. Yeah. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> <their> <laughs> so you're actually speaking to exactly. the queen the whole time.
2: <laughs> have you not seen the Chimera Ant Arc?
0: No, I have, I have not. Ooh, that's, we'll, we'll cover that later. That's coming Ooh. up on
2: that one. But yeah, I did, uh, I did find out how they actually do that. Um, they get the assignment. Let's say it's the prey mantis. And like, what they do is the people who pay them to like film these things, they send them an entire thing that they would need for a habitat um, that's natural to whatever prey mantis they're filming. And then they film or they also mail them the prey mantis. And they have this whole setup they do inside their own house.
0: You're telling me I can get Uh, a free praying mantis?
2: I mean, if you were being paid by somebody, not a free one. If you're getting paid by somebody like a company for it, like Nat Geo, yeah, you'll get a free praying mantis. You're probably gonna have to send it back. But I mean, you could go on Amazon Prime right (laughs) now. How do I ship that thing?
1: How do I ship uh, that thing back? They got the. That's like eighty dollars for it. You like could buy $80. ladybugs.
2: You could buy ladybugs right now off Amazon, like live ladybugs. Okay. Yeah, uh, insects yeah, are very. Uh, I'm a
1: little suspect tough. on that. That's some. Well, suspect, but I don't think this uh, goes into your expertise as, uh, Trust as me, a. Trust me, man. As, it's uh,
2: showbiz, baby. This is what they do.
1: But uh, no, what what freaked me out, right? It's in the best thing about these uh animal documentaries is that it one little minutiae can split into an entire different series of animal documentaries like one i'm I'm watching is on color uh or watching what jacob is on color and let me tell you something one of the most terrifying things in the entire world right tigers obviously op best animal on on earth like without a question like the best deer ferrets well okay so we can argue later but (laughs) but what's so what made them even cooler when i was watching this thing was that so the deer in india right Mm. they have only two color receptors so which we have three so they can't see uh red and orange
0: yeah so they blend into the trees
1: and they so they blend into the trees and i was like not only Looking is it awesome. which not, not right. only is a tiger terrifying enough you're telling me they're invisible
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well are they invisible so or like once it's running at you you're like what's that green cat doing and then it's too late you find out
1: it's it's they're hard to see that's what it, it, it ends up being actually what they actually end up doing so this is what uh, the trick is is they hang out with these uh these baboons, these monkeys. And the monkeys have the the, the three deer receptors. Deer? No no yeah, the, the deers hang out with the monkeys. The monkeys like hang out in the trees and they have the three receptors. So when they see the uh tigers, they fucking bolt and then that's and they when do, the deer they do like a
0: call. They like signal to each other. Yeah, they, so they, they, they start the going know that. fucking awesome.
1: See how cool it is? And that's like five minutes
2: dude gosh so cool i love that they work together that's so cute do you think they hang out like if it's like a slow week do you think like the monkeys and like the deer like they like come together on some grounds they're just like hey how's it going like, hey, like you know have you seen it no um, okay like you should, it's, it's a slow week like what they're meeting at
0: the water cooler like what are, what's
2: yeah, that's I mean, what no, it is they have the water yeah they yeah, have the water
1: the water hole
2: yeah and you go there and like maybe the monkeys are teaching the deer like hey this is a new thing you could eat it's called a nanner you know I don't know. I feel like that's possible. If fucking deers... And now I'm getting mad. If deers and monkeys can be best friends and look out for each other, why couldn't they come to the watering hole and, like, figure shit out together, you know? Share what they learned.
1: I don't know if it's so much, like, best friends is that, you know, they the deer pick up on the monkey skills and they just follow. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, but if you spend enough time together, like, wouldn't you, like, merge worlds?
1: <laughs> you know fucking man if, man if i'm a deer i'm a fucking buck with my big horns <laughs> i'm not hanging out with no fucking monkey all right i didn't come from no monkey
0: <laughs> first of all monkeys fucking rule i learned, I actually learned last week why monkeys are so much stronger than humans is uh
1: the way the their strength right their strength is um on their arms and not their
0: legs no, it's because of the way their like tendons are set up. Like ours are, are de- ours are designed for like very precise motor skills, and theirs aren't. Like theirs are more. Now that they obviously have some fine motor skills, mm-hmm. but theirs are more because they're not. I'm I'm butchering this a little bit, but because their tendons aren't strictly for that or like highly precise for that they generate more force and they can generate more force that's why like a monkey that's like you know weighs less than you can be way stronger than you
2: oh i didn't know that ours have like adapted to home row typing and a monkeys is like i gotta crack this coconut open
0: that's also why no monkey on earth can beat me in super smash brothers that's true including
1: donkey kong
2: yeah, yeah it'll just beat you in real life
0: yeah it can,
2: but it can
1: throw its controller way harder wreck than wreck can you. just wreck your
2: face bill do you, were you i don't know if justin sent you the image but like there was a time where justin worked at a zoo
1: which is odd. i worked really at bush way. gardens yeah you worked a, at bush gardens
2: yeah local and...
1: uh local theme park in tampa florida where i i live <laughs> it's a amusement park slash like zoo basically
2: and I remember an orangutan broke out of its cage. Oh, yeah. And everyone was freaking out. And Justin sends me a photo of this orangutan. He's standing like five feet away from it. He's just taking photos oh on his That board
0: would not be me. And
2: sending me orangutan photos. Which. That could never be me. One, that's fucking crazy. Two, I didn't realize that, technically speaking, both of us have worked at a zoo now
1: in our life. Yeah, you did, didn't you?
2: And we were both working at zoos. Bill, mm. you're, you you got to get in on this. No, get those orangutan photos.
0: I don't know if zoos are ethical, my dude. So what, a, I'm going to transition oh, they're into not. here...
2: It, they're, they're not.
1: Okay. Well, what do you want to switch to?
0: What I've been up to. Been playing Resident Evil 7. Just finished that this morning. Oh, you did? You How'd played? you like it? Yeah. Okay. I think Resident Evil 7... The story is obviously a lot of nonsense but it had a couple parts that i thought were kind of cool i don't know it's it's weird because resident evil is such a you don't really come to it for the story but you also want it to be serviceable and there and, are times in that story isn't quite serviceable but i think overall the game is is i mean overall for like a 10 hour game it's like a great 10 hour game it is i it's think a, it is I a think very good this one. game if this game was 30 hours like if they stretched it to that length it would be a no-go for me. I'd be really frustrated with it. But because, like, the gameplay is fun. The boss battles I found a little bit frustrating because maybe I was just playing them wrong. But, like, when you try to, like, duck and dodge hits, you have to press the R3, which is also the camera movement, like, the joystick to move it. you block that's the thing is I didn't block that much and I think maybe that was Bills, part of my on. problem. You come on,
1: you've been you playing Dark Souls for, for like yeah, eight thousand years. You think years?
0: I Dark Souls? No, I parry. My uh, I parry and I fucking roll. All right, all right, whatever. But Keep going. I'll well, say the, the best parts of Resident <laughs> Evil Seven. I really loved uh, the one where you have the the puzzle where you have to put the birthday candle on the cake, and it's almost like a saw scenario. Yeah. That one was what's really the, cool. Wait,
2: what's the scenario? What happens if you don't get the birthday candle on the cake?
0: Well, it's just like a big... It's like a... It's like a big puzzle where you have to, like, find all these different items and put them together to eventually light a candle and get it through this area that... It's like you have to go through an area that has, like, water sprinklers but you have to get to the cake, but you have to, like, take a lit candle through it so you can't just walk through it. So you have to find a way to, like, disable the... <laughs> It's almost like a fetch quest, but it has yeah. more of a puzzle it. sounds to so
2: it. insane, just knowing the basics of the storyline for yeah, Resident it's Evil totally 7. Insane. It's like you, you found a house in New Orleans, and you're looking for your wife, and then the next thing you know, you're like trying
1: Fiance, first of all. Here's and she's big, she was gone for like three years, so yeah, let I'm her sorry. Go, Fuck you know? that shit. No, I'm joking.
2: No, love <laughs> exactly <That's true>. <laughs> is love. the whole time. A... You know, that's you say that, Bill, but... You gave her the vaccine when you could have given it to what's her name, Jiroti. Uh, oh,
1: the um, hot one, Jebby <laughs> The what the, was clear, her name? the clearly yeah. hotter one is the
2: one <laughs> who helped you. Who's like, you gotta get out of here. You know, I'm not your wife. I'm not crazy. I didn't cut your hand off. Yeah, and Bill was, was like, it. no, I should give it to my wife. I should give it to her. My
0: fiance. Look, I was just trying to do what Elliot would do. That's true.
2: Elliot, <laughs>
1: Ethan. What's his
0: name? Ethan. Everybody. Ethan. You,
2: you called him Edgar earlier. <laughs> Ethan yeah. Winter, Ethan Winters, yeah. Ethan,
1: your, your Winters, T. T. Yeah. 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 Ethan Winters in the the next one uh, village. Like they say his name like every eight seconds.
2: Yeah, and you know and I here's fucking hate him. A little <laughs> like life lesson: don't do what Ethan does, because if you do what Ethan does, you're gonna end up in a fucking abandoned house with some hillbillies in New Orleans.
0: Which sounds like a good Ethan time. Hates, so I don't know your what you're trying call. to. Well, this game was so uh, I feel like, like my college
2: experience.
0: It's like. Uh, like almost it's like almost like a texas chainsaw massacre in terms of like the hillbilly family but also kind of like a house of a thousand corpses and yeah. then like the the like then it shifts to being like about this like girl who kind of comes in like 75% through the game which i thought was a little bit late to introduce Rose. this but yeah um it's and never she's too like a carry. she's a she's okay. in a, a lot more of the next game is she can't wait for that no mm-hmm. i i don't i mean i i really just need to like get over the fact that the plot is always going to be bad in resident evil um yeah it's, like, it's
2: so always the about games, the gameplay so
0: what are you looking
1: so what are you looking for like because uh, i want to unpack this he's looking for bit. dark souls
0: he's looking for dark uh, souls what, well, that's, first of all, <laughs> i'm always looking for dark souls i want dark souls and everything but mostly what i'm doing when i'm playing resident evil is just trying to find ways to scare Lou when he's watching the, game. Uh, like yeah. <laughs>
2: no, he really was. I like almost dropped my sandwich. I almost spilled my wine, because Bill <laughs> likes to do this thing where he finds a thing that makes me scream in like a horror game, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna exploit this." So he just for like two hours, he went through the house backwards. Like, the character was backwards. So, like, you hear, like, somebody run across a hallway, but you can't see it. And Bill's like, oh, I wonder what that is. And I'm like, Bill, please.
0: No, please I was walking me. backwards because it's less sc- If you walk backwards, it's less scary because then it's something were runs in front the whip of you, hands. you don't see it. You don't see it. And and so it's not scary. Does you were doing the
2: whip pans. You would hear a sound and then you'd be like, oh, what was that? And, like, there's, like, a double-click feature where you can, like, do a quick 180 and then next thing you know, like Mia's in your fucking face screaming, mm. and I'm dropping my fucking no. My what I was doing a
0: lot, Justin. What I was doing a lot to Lou is I would find out when, like, when my shadow was visible. Yeah. And so I would like face away from my shadow and be like goofing around, and then I would turn around w- real quick and be like, "Oh my god!" And it, it would just be my shadow, and I knew that <laughs> Lou'd be like, "Fuck,
2: <laughs> I hate you."
0: Uh, your shadow ends up being like an, uh,
1: an enemy, like later in the game, like Peter Pan. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you know? That would still scare the shit out of
2: me. There's something about oh, horror pfft. games. Like I love horror movies, but horror games it's like a whole different level of just like terrified.
1: You remember uh, when we played uh um PT P- PT, yeah. Yeah,
2: oh yeah. We. You invited me over midday on like a weekday and you were like, You gotta come over, you gotta come over. I show up, and you're like, you got to play this game. You turned all the lights off in your fucking room, closed the blinds, and you're like, all right, load it. I, I've, like, lost my shit. I was s- literally screaming in your house going, like, I can't do this. I can't do this.
1: <laughs> need to fucking get it together, man. It's, we we, we got to fucking do it. Now, well, what I actually had you do what, to make you, and I feel like this helped, was uh, I had you read the guide. Because it was like, uh, if you didn't have a guide, you would not would never get to the end. You had to have a guide to unlock the ending.
2: I don't remember um, the guide. I remember you taking the controller from me when I was freaking out. And you kept shoving the character's face up against the bathroom door until uh, a woman showed up. And there was a baby oh, screaming yeah. in the background. Uh, baby screaming in, scream. in the
1: sink. Yeah, the baby screaming in the sink. It was fucking yeah. crazy.
2: I played like games like Skyrim and like... Um, Nap time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. just a baby. I can't believe these things.
0: No,
1: that's uh, that was that was fun, and then it turned out to be Silent Hills.
2: It's
0: <laughs> Silent yeah. Hills. Yeah, it turned I, out. To I, be... I still want to play Silent Hill too. I haven't played that game yet. It's okay. So it's... what else I've been up to? I've been watching this anime <laughs> mm-hmm. called Parasite, um, which I've been like interested in for a while. I'm so glad I'm finally watching it. This series is amazing. I'm like 10 episodes in. This is the first time watching an anime in a while where after, like, when the episode ends, I'm like, I need to watch the next episode. Like, with a lot of the animes I've been watching lately, like, I'll if, even if I enjoy them, I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. Like, I'll get around to watching the next episode but with parasite I'm like no the next episode needs to go on right now like man
2: that's really big talk series. coming from you the last time i remember an anime that you like watched you're like i
0: need to watch the next one was uh, high school of the dead no the last one the last one <laughs> i was like that with was, was was actually beastars which you made fun of me for because it's, they're all furries and there's okay. a, there's a no. wolf with a six pack
2: I, hold but, on first of all i didn't make fun of you because they were furries okay i don't have anything against furries but well, about bronies I, I, I made a comment because you were probably like three episodes deep and I walked out from my bedroom to see a ripped fucking wolf holding like a bunny's face. I was like, what the fuck are you watching? And then to be fair, it was probably like the next day I came out to another scene. No, I watched it similar. all in one
0: sitting. So you came out probably three oh, hours. So maybe later. It was I literally, hour. yeah. I didn't get up. I sat the down couch. and I watched I the whole thing.
2: Yeah, it was fucking awesome.
0: It was a good, it's <laughs> it a good, it's yeah, a great series. I was like, dude, I, I hope the
2: for season Wolf two. Doesn't, I hope he doesn't eat her. And then yeah. instead they, they made segs. It was nice. And okay.
0: the other thing I've been watching, and Lou's been watching a little bit of this too, and Justin, I'm interested if you've been watching it, is I Think You Should Leave, which just season two just came out on <laughs> Netflix.
1: Oh my, uh, uh, I think you should. I saw the first season and I saw that the second season popped. I love that show. It's so <laughs> fun. My dude. wife hates it.
0: Yeah, I, uh, so, I don't think Lee cares for it either. I watched the whole s- season in one sure. sitting at Lee's place, and she just spent the whole time on the computer ignoring me. Oh
1: my
2: god! <laughs> the whole time, Bill sitting on the couch, he's like, "They're skeletons and their bones. Their bones are their money."
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, I couldn't, I couldn't get enough of that shit. That was, that was, and it's great because you can get it. Like done in uh, like no time, uh, like two hours. Yeah, yeah, it's like two yeah. hours. You're in and out, and it's just like the. I thought the um, the baby pageant was one of the funniest things
0: I've seen. This, which one on, in season two?
1: No, in season one, the baby pageant. is like one of the first episodes or one of the first uh, skits where they're they're having a baby pageant, and one of them had been, <laughs> been doing oral sex on one of the judges What is it was a baby I don't remember that at all and it was like clearly it's been compromised <laughs> it was a big kerfuffle. Uh, and he was like and this uh, baby was like the bad boy and he had like a bandana on his head uh, he was great
2: look speaking of little buggy's big adventure <laughs>
0: Yeah, now we're talking. Do you want to jump in? Episode down? 46, baby. Tell them have
2: Episode happened. 46. But what I do want to say is I already got the very, very of the week. Uh, very, very, guys, very. The very, very, very of the week. Fucking the strongest title. I laughed so hard at Little Buggy's Big Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. And I totally forgot to, like, watching these episodes. Like, I already knew... I love Buggy. Like, I really do love Buggy's characters so much. I forgot why. Until we start off on episode 46. Because it's two of, like, my favorite characters so far in One Piece. Buggy and uh, Guyman.
1: Of course you would. Of course. Yeah, Th- those would be great. your two favorite characters.
2: All mm-hmm. I kept thinking about was, like, how good it would have been if they just did a one-year-long, like, adventure between the two of them and Buggy still small. And, like that like especially with like their dialogue and we'll get into it but like their dialogue about them talking about like the same person but they don't realize they're talking about luffy and like one of them's like oh he's like the best the other person's like he's the worst how fucking fun would that have been like those two sailing across the sea with those animal characters and like buggy's searching for luffy gaiman's searching for luffy but they don't realize they're looking for the same person i would have been so happy with it
1: it's uh, like shout out animal like animals and this and uh, this arc top notch i love every
0: always with, with and yeah. the, he makes the best the wolf
2: rooster with like the high eyes <laughs> oh gosh so
0: and richie the giraffe yeah. teddy bear is the, is the best one
2: yeah every uh, you know what i'm you and bill are gonna go on a whole tangent with richie i could already feel it Oh my There's god. There's something about Richie. Richie that rubs me the wrong way and I don't know why.
1: Because you think he's better. you think that he thinks he's better than you? <laughs> no,
2: I know he's better than me.
1: That's not the problem. <laughs> okay, You've accepted that part.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've already accepted that part.
1: Good. I'm glad.
2: Yeah, this arc uh, first of all, Justin, how'd you feel about seeing what you saw? Because this is like right before going into the grand line.
1: This There's is a lot going down. I keep saying this. Um this is the best, like arc. This is the most enjoyable arc I've 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 had uh, watching it, and they've all been great. I keep feeling like I'm, like taking it, the most critical out of all of us, because um, Bill obviously loves the series, and you're a lot farther in, um, and I'm coming it as a, at it new, like kind of like almost trepidatiously, just making sure that, uh, you know, I committed to the right show. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this one, this arc really, like, I was blazing through this. There was not one second where I was just like, uh, this is kind of direct. No, everything was, was, was firing at all cylinders. Like I, I, I could not get enough of any of it. Um, you know, uh, and if we want, uh, do we want to start with, uh, like the whole, like buggy side story?
0: Well, we're, we're already starting with it, so.
1: Okay, so, yeah. yeah. We're already
2: in this. First of all, I'd like to say, getting off of, like, the Arlong Park arc, like, something that's, like, super serious, really heavy, like, this weight behind it, and it's fucking phenomenal. so good. To immediately be, like, put in a situation where you're just watching little baby buggy, like, mm-hmm. doing things and trying to get through it. You, Dude, baby I, I, buggy. <laughs> I was laughing so fucking hard. Like, it's exactly what you need after coming off of something that heavy. Like, even, like, the first two minutes of the episode where Usopp's trying to get Zoro to play uh, Tag. And he's just, like, calling him out. And then Zoro's chasing him. But you see he's pulling his sword out of his sheath.
1: (laughs) 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 He's getting ready to just fucking murder him. I'm going to tag you with this. I'm going to tag you with this sheath. (laughs) so
2: good so good oh,
1: talking with the sword!
2: it's one of those things where I think like it, it it's subtle until you like really think about it it's like oh this is nice this is like a good like palette cleanser before getting back into like the well, real deal you know he has
0: such a good way of doing that I mean you're gonna see that that's that's the case in with a lot of these arcs is he has like the right amount of tempo of like like putting the like the tension up like super high and then like Hitting the brakes a little bit, and sometimes within the same arc, and like, and those, and the, like, that wave will just keep going up and down, and it, you know,
1: it makes you more comfo- it makes you more comfortable, and it makes you less like, uh, cringy, like you know, watching it, like watching something so heavy. Um, I bring it to my wife. Loves, loves, loves uh, Handmaid's Tale*. Mm -hmm. And I understand that is a very well-written show and, you know, like, you know, the like cinematography in it is, you know, very, very good. Um, I don't know why everything is so dark all the time. All those people will be blind and be wearing glasses. Uh, But, uh, you know, nobody owns lights apparently in their house. But, you know, I can't do that. I can't do it because I was like, there's nothing good that like nothing positive that happens in this show and like i just can't like just deal yeah i just can't deal it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and like you know there's no even when they like you know oh this happens like you know whatever some triumph it's like still you look back and you're like still everything's fucked like you know it's not but this show is I think with the strength of the show is it rely, it doesn't rely. It continually reinforces a great, um, idea of optimism. Yeah. Throughout the entire show. Even Even when things are bad.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like even like buggy being gone for how long he he's been, you know, and like buggy's crew, they're like assuming he's dead so they have like a whole burial and like funeral
0: for him too that was so well, I love that they have the funeral for like the body parts that they have of him which is just like his yeah. like core his <laughs> like, torso. Yeah, the torso yeah and then they
2: set up a wrestling ring right next like right on top of his uh his uh, essential corpse i guess and they're like all right who's the new captain <laughs> like fighting for it wrestle for it baby
1: Oh, yeah, and uh, who, is it, who is it that, uh, the two that want to fight over it? Moji it's, uh, and Kabaji. Kabaji.
2: Yeah, Kabaji and...
1: And, Moji. Moji. and I love, love, Richie just coming in. First of all, <laughs> you get his fantasy of, like, you know, him as captain, and he just bonks them both on the head. In his sleep. <laughs> yeah, in, this, in, his in his sleep. sleep.
2: And... I mean, to be fair, though, he came in at the final blow, where they're both equally tied, you know, look, Richie being an op- upper,
1: uh opportunist and no pirates. It's okay, I'll be explaining pirates, True. real True. pirates. That's the move, that's like the move <laughs> you make. Like, you know, you're superior, and probably Richie is like physically superior to both of them. Knock both their asses out in a second. I mean, he um, is a
2: lion man/slash motorcycle.
1: I know, this makes him fucking awesome. that's that's like that's those two things that you just said coolest things that you could have said
2: (laughs) he's a lion man and a motorcycle yeah that is
1: so i know we all have uh actually i don't even i haven't even decided what my very very of the week is so let's we can keep moving on so well
2: i have a question for Mm -hmm. bill sure um because first of all when buggy is trying to reassemble himself he gives himself, you know, he's doing like the chop chop, and he's going bulla 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 mm-hmm. bulla which is fucking awesome. I'm probably gonna say that forever now. Anytime I'm chopping anything, but what sound does the like do the snail phones make in this world? Because
0: don't they also go bulla Yep. Do they go buddha? And, and then
2: when you like, hang bula, them up, bula, bula? when
0: you hang them up, they go kaching. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are they also chanting chop, 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 chop? Or are I they have going... no
0: idea. I have no idea what that is. Um, I figured i Because Buggy also, he... I don't think he does that th- any other part of it than he, this he goes, part.
2: Well, oh, yeah, yeah. But he goes, uh, well, his cadence is different, too. He goes, bulla bulla, bulla bulla,
0: bulla bulla, bulla bulla.
2: As pieces come together. But. I don't know. I don't know. I figured I'd ask. You never know.
1: No, no, no. Let's bring it up now. And then. Yeah. Later I have on down add- the line, six six hundred episodes later, might come back.
2: Might come back. No, honestly, it might because I, the only reason I'm asking Bill is because this is the same guy I'm watching the show with at the same time and i'm lo- i'm watching him lose his shit and he's like the fucking wind oh my god the we'll wind! talk
0: about the wind later i have <laughs> but a that's to what i'm saying
2: that's what i'm saying is like i don't know what matters and what doesn't so i assume all of it does and i have that's to a fair ask assumption you, cause you, yeah because you you're, you're tenured you know you're you're seasoned i'm pickled you know
1: and I and I like watching it. Even before we recorded this episode, I watched the last uh, episode right before we recorded. And like I can't. You guys are talking. You guys are talking, and it's and it's and it's cool. And, but at the same, and I want to like engage with like you guys. But at the same time, I'm like I need to pay attention to what's going on because some crazy shit is gonna is is happening. And I you know it's I like I am glued to what the hell is going on oh for sure
2: it's even like that watching the episodes with bill too he he, like we've made it known we don't talk about what's happening but I also see bill get hyped as fuck for the most obscure things and then like maybe 10 20 however many episodes later or years later when we're like recording he's just like and this meant this and I was like oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bill is the ultimate hype machine. Like, oh, well, because Lou always turns and he sees me like, I'm just like, my face is like, my hands are just over on my face and I'm like,
2: oh. Yeah. He's like, oh at one point, God. he threw a fucking pen and he's just standing up in the corner holding his head. And I'm like, is, well, like what's going on? And he's just like, the fucking cloud. The cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what?
0: What about it? Who is this? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get we'll, to that. We'll, yeah,
1: we'll get, get to it. Get to it.
0: Because I think it's something a that I, can, f- I can I can safely discuss on, on this episode actually.
1: And so I mean after everything gets kind of uh resolved with Richie, then the
0: and Buggy oh. saves the day. He beats uh, uh, right. Buggy reassembles.
2: Tribe. He just fucking beats their asses. Which... Because
1: Buggy Captain, it's Buggy. Uh, you Buggie know, oh. he's so sick. There's a, I, maybe I'm going on a a little bit of a tangent. Um, so I'm a big fan of, uh, like, I know there are people that think it's like cheesy or whatever, but I'm, I am a big fan of Pirates of the Caribbean, at least the first three. And more specifically, I really enjoy listening to Terry Russo and Ted Elliott talk about, um, the, the writers talk about, uh, writing the episodes um because they come from a very uh, mythological, like very story structured place where they made like, you know, Elizabeth Swan the protagonist in the first one, because they felt that that was the best encapsulation for the rest of the characters. But what they do talk about also in um, during the audio commentary is that there are certain characters, in the movie that are God characters or like in the Greek, in the Greek sense, they're like higher than, you know, everybody else higher than mortals. Yeah. Kind of like in one piece where they're like characters that are like above the tier that, you know, they, they live on their own rules. Yeah. Um, but I feel the same way with uh, this, where it's like, yeah, uh Richie, um the other two guys, the 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 tamer, the beast tamer and the Kabachi the Mo- Mojo. Mojo. Yeah, uh <laughs> like they're all equipped fighters, but uh Buggy is a like god tier no matter how ridiculous he is. Like, you know, he is you know in that league uh like you know that uh to put it in a, in a in a better sense. So when he comes in, everybody realizes, you know, uh, he is captain. He's the captain of the ship.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Especially taking,
2: like, everybody out in the tribe, like, mm-hmm. with no hesitation, no fail, you know? I mean, even later on when he gets, like, electrocuted and he's still, like, kicking. It's like, buggy. Buggy's a tough dude.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, it, it, we saw him go up against Luffy, so he got skunked, but, you know... Buggy's and he only got skunked
2: because Nami. Got, look, I'm gonna fight for Buggy. All right, he only got fight skunked for Buggy. because I am. Um, Nami Just for captured. Buggy. <laughs> he captured. Nami captured his uh, she, she, additional she a part. cannon. <laughs> but like that's the thing, like, Buggy. I feel like Buggy puts up a really good fight, you know. And to be fair, he trained with Shanks. I mean, come on. Did he train? He
0: was, he was no. He was a. Uh, on the same crew with shanks yeah he was on the yeah. same crew but did he train with shanks they were good no, friends don't you don't so. be
2: friends with somebody who's like
0: fucking they weren't they weren't <laughs> friends they were they fucking hated each other
2: no they were friends
0: they were definitely uh, friends maybe a little they're like they were like friendly rivals but yeah yeah, I mean, they're, okay. they're, yeah. sort of the way zoro and, and sanji are where they're like when, like it, when it comes when push comes to shove they're there for each other but like on the day-to-day they're bickering
1: yeah
2: and it's like that old saying you're only as good as your rival I think that's a saying
0: but you know
1: no and no that's a hundred percent a saying uh <laughs> that's, you know you're only as good as your greatest enemy that's uh that's, Boom. that's if and, and if it's not I just coined it so tm tm TM.
2: tm Boom. tm uh question for you justin mm. did smoker give off Wolverine vibes to you
1: Total fucking Wolverine vibes. You got a cigar in yeah, your mouth. 100. You're Wolverine to me. Two.
2: He's got 2 and He rides
1: a motorcycle. I'm like, God damn. Well, he guy. rides that. He rides that shitty three wheeler. <laughs> well, <laughs> motorcycle's cool. Three wheeler takes it down one notch. Just one notch. That's fine, right? Let's it's even, made
0: of smoke, my dude. What I, do you want I, from me, well, It's two wheels. That's all. It, should have, yeah, it could, should have been a It should have been Actually, okay. it's, yeah. yeah. and th- That's all I'm saying
1: is that. I was I cuz you see it from the front and you see like it's a motorcycle and then they pan out and it's you know it has the three wheels and I was sorely disappointed. Yeah, uh, I just kept saying I can I see I
0: you am American <laughs> badass.
1: All you needed was a bandana.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, Limp Biscuit started playing immediately. It's my way.
1: But uh yeah, I can
2: I can see you rooting for smoky and then the moment they showed it was like a three wheel, you took the cigar out of your mouth and put a
1: straw hat back on your head and mm-hmm. you're like, Alright, let's yeah. see where this goes. <laughs> um but before we get into we want to talk about our mysterious woman that enlists a uh, buggy um to help her the de- defeat a uh, straw hat Luffy. How well, long,
2: long did to it take you to you if, figure it out? Yeah.
1: How long did it take me? It took me... She was familiar. For some reason, I thought I saw her before, besides the last episode, they they hint at her. It took me until I saw her with that bat towards the end of the arc. Ah. Um. And even then, I was like, that's, you, that's somebody else uses that for a second. And then I saw the hat, and then I was like, is that... I could it would I would have been easily as uh, convinced if it ended up being like a relative, um, because she even mentioned she have the freckles, but uh, we'll get to that we'll get to that later. But it took me literally until she came, like I saw that uh, big, what would you call it? it's a, like a a club? It's, like it's a, a club, yeah, yeah club mace. Um, but uh, yeah, that's how long it took me.
2: Well, you know what, Justin, the first time I watched this. I got it almost right away when she said, "I'm Alvida," and I was like, "Oh
1: fuck!" When did she say it?
2: Did she, say it? she said it like the it was like episode? Yeah, in the very 52. last what? episode of the arc. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> no, because yeah. Lou was like, Lou hadn't watched the first episodes in so long that he was like, "Who's Alvida?"
2: <laughs> no, I knew who she was. I just only knew when she said, "I'm Alveda and I was like,
0: "Oh, she lost her." Yeah, friend. I. my first watch through, I didn't know. I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" I mean, you can get it because if you if you pay attention, she has the same heart shaped boat. Um, yeah. So
1: I looked back, and I was like, is that boat she had? And then I looked back in the first, and this was after. I looked back at the the first episode. I thought, oh, that is the same. Yeah, all but, the clues are there. But... but then I thought maybe it was, like, a sister or a relative and stuff like that. Because she didn't look.
0: Yeah, that's reasonable.
1: She didn't yeah. look like
2: Alvita. Yeah, she lost the freckles. You couldn't figure it out.
1: Uh, those freckles, that's, that was it, what, that's
0: what it was. That's what it was. She's looked.
2: super smooth now, yeah. It's, so it's
0: smooth. So smooth. <laughs> You're so smooth. No, I, I thought weird. it was. Would... <laughs>
2: I thought it was so... There's a part of it that I thought was just so cute about uh, Zoro bumping into... Um, What's-her-face? Uh, smokies Yes. Toshigi. Um, when he, like, bumps into her and he's got, like, that moment where he's like, Oh, my God, this looks just like... Uh... What's-her-face? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, he does, uh, he does, like, this, like, little kid, like, nervous thing where, like, he breaks her glasses... And obviously, super funny comedic relief, but there was something cute about that. I don't know.
1: Oh, first of all, Zoro, he's he is like low key Mac. You know
2: what I mean? You think? Because like, uh, <sighs> he's never he's never looking for it. He's never thinking about exactly. it. Exactly,
1: like, that's, that's his looking. move. It's like that's it's his move. that's like well, that's not. I mean, that's not a move, but like. You could see how women would be like. That even that chick, she was just like, "Man, that man, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that man! That, oh my goodness, that man! getting yall Have you
2: ever heard of Verona Zorro? Oh my <welfare> goodness!
0: Zorro?
1: Oh my my, goodness. <laughs> my
2: <laughs> favorite anime is Naruto's
1: uh, Cool Ranch. K- mm. Cool Ranch Dorigus. Um but, yeah. uh, so, yeah, no, she, she enlists him. Uh, she enlists Buggy and
0: Buggy. The, Buggy. Oh, you, oh, we're talking, I, I thought we were talking about Tashiki. You're talking about Alvita enlists Buggy to, okay. Yeah. They, it's so, the team up against the Straw Hat. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, uh, Alvita, <laughs> the you don't, Straw Hat. Avita, you don't know it's Avita, uh, necessarily. You might figure it out. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was, uh, that they enlist and then they are like the cloaked gang there's uh buggy I, and all of his crew I thought crew. that
2: was so cool
1: yeah that's some Jedi cool. shit yeah. yeah
2: and buggy had like the face tats too which was so i like i'm a fan of that it was like war paint or something
1: well the face no, tats Oh yeah he were? was he was
0: going to go to like a corn concert or something
2: yeah <laughs> no it was like icp like what? buggy had uh he had like this paint across his like, cheekbones and then one going down like his uh, his chin. He had a
0: soul patch, yeah.
1: And he didn't have that before? No. 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 Is that any
0: significance? No, I don't think he has it again either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just for this. You know,
1: when you're on a
2: mission like that, fuck, do it, you know? Go yeah. for
0: it. Well, we both know that. We both...
1: <laughs>
2: exactly. All three of us here are guilty of literally spending a weekday night bored and painting our faces like ICP, like...
1: Yeah, no, that's Bam. 100% true. Or the Joker, <laughs> one of the two.
2: Or the, Yeah, I went Darth Maul. Doesn't matter. I give props to Buggy for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, Another
2: man. relatable aspect of
1: him. <laughs> Um, And so we, do we want to jump uh, right into down? Lo- yeah, Loach Town?
0: Logetown. Logetown. The Loach. So... Log Town, we get in. We get to see, uh, you know, Luffy just runs straight out right away. The crew doesn't get to make a plan of where they're going to meet up. He's like, "No, I got. I know where I'm going. Later." Um, but he ends up in the Goldie Roger Bar, the Gold Roger Bar, and he's there with the old man. And mm-hmm. so, things I love about this one, and you'll come to appreciate this the longer the series goes on, is we don't get a lot of Roger footage. So. Oh just yeah! Seeing, just seeing Roger do anything is like, fuck! Like so, oh shit! So it's you know.
1: I appreciate but, that as well. Like I mean, and even to the tease to this arc, where he was saying like you know this is where he was born and he died. Uh, I was super hyped for that because you know the, the things we can mark this on the podcast. These are the things I I, I want to find out who caught uh, Goldie Roger, or if he just surrendered surrendered mm. uh so because then because if he's the king of the pirates who took down the king of the pirates that's your second question right like you know it's if he's the best who beat the best who was the very 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 strongest
2: well i have a third question for that too it's mm. like if he's king of the pirates how come nobody tried to save him while he was getting executed
1: he was done he was he knew he was beaten he accepted death he, uh,
2: he also could have not been you know like but, especially for somebody who has like that's such the, a loyal crew that's the mystery i know i want to know the, i want to yeah. know like somebody would have fought for him right unless he it's, consciously made the decision to tell them like no
1: i'm done or like, wh- whoever beat him or whoever captured him like you know like you know that the, they might have legit like you know uh caught him you know he's wanted man you know could have been the whole freaking the entire world navy that uh that caught him but we don't know it's a big big
0: mystery what's uh, a buggy of us knows one of us knows
1: <laughs> oh, I, 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 you I know
2: was it know. banksy it,
0: it was B- bansky banksy. his it name is pronounced trick. bansky actually um actually and he, and he pushes his glasses. his so up. <laughs> yeah i love that we get some roger it's just some roger footage and it's just like
1: and we get a definitive Once. timeline of yeah. uh, 22 years ago, this all happened. So yeah. that's on the day that marked the great pirate era. Uh, so that kind of gives a timeline to when Shanks and all the other pirates are getting into the mix.
2: Well, question two is: do, Does 22 years matter? Like, is there some sort of relevance to 22 years?
0: I don't think so. Not in particular. I just wanted to know
2: because like they keep mentioning there's like twenty-two years on the day. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's like well, some this, significance or like if there's anything related to it.
1: Symbolic if anything. Like, you know, uh Smoker was this smoker or smokey?
2: Smoker. But smoker, Luffy called it smoky. Okay. Yeah.
1: So Smoker uh mentions it and he mentions the uh Luffy smiling on the on you know about to get his head cut off. Yeah, the execution. Um, thing. And the only time he's ever seen that before was uh, uh, Goldie Roger. And well, here's
0: what's important to me about the 22 years, and this is what I thought the first time I saw it, and I uh, you know I haven't thought about it much since because I established it years ago. But when you hear that Goldie Roger died 22 years ago, you put the math: Luffy's 16 or 17. So there's no, like, oh, Luffy's the reincarnation or something. Like, there's no, like, that's not a thing. Like, that to me is, like, establishes that on some level. Um, So I don't think there's any significance really about the 22 years, but that's one thing that I remember thinking the first time I watched this.
2: Well, now, at this point, I'm thinking about, like, age of characters because we have this running theme of the middle initial D. Which I know there are theories out there. I haven't read any of them. I don't know any. Middle of them. initial
1: but,
2: D. Yeah, Monkey D. Luffy, Gold well, no, D. Wait, wait, Roger.
0: This is not. This is not. Uh, this is not something that's well known yet. So we're gonna actually not discuss this at, on this episode. I think.
2: Well, I mean, I don't the, even know what it is. That's what I'm saying.
0: It's... right, but I don't think Justin even knows that that's a thing yet.
1: Yeah, that's why. That's why. That's why I asked.
2: <laughs> that's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we could. We could hold off on it.
0: I think we should. Um, but, okay. One of, the I, one of the things that I do like is uh, the bartender offers Luffy a drink. He's like, I don't drink. And so they share a glass of milk. But what did we see in the episode where, like, when Luffy's backstory with Shanks is when they trick him into drinking milk and <laughs> Shanks is like, a pirate would never drink milk. And uh, gets Luffy gets all pissed off on him. But here he is in the bar years later sharing a glass of milk with this bartender
1: it's because luffy is come luffy doesn't have as much to prove like he was proving himself to shanks because he looks up to shanks right and he was you know shanks was busting his balls but now he has nothing to prove he likes milk he's gonna drink the milk the drink his milk yeah that's you know it's good for your bones and if anybody needs good bones it's a rubber man
0: that's true. Oh, another thing, uh, before we get off the the Roger flashback, is we get uh, when he goes to the execution platform, one of the guards says, "Any last words?" And he says, "Yeah, can you take these off?" Like sh- sh- putting the the handcuffs up to him. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> Way to make a guy feel then, lonely.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then we all, yeah we get. Uh, we get his last words where they ask him, you know, where the treasure is. And he's like, I left it at that, that ocean. And like the, the iconic scene from the beginning of the, the, very, the beginning, very beginning of the yes. story, yeah.
2: which is the thing that sparks the pirate era. Is yep. it
1: not? And that's when yeah. it's marked. Yeah. And I, I, I find it very interesting when we were talking about timelines that there are characters like Luffy who were born after that happened. And, There are characters that are old enough, like the bartender who would have a rapport with uh, Goldie Roger, um, like being able to speak like as a peer. And then there are characters like uh, Smoker, who was a kid um, while this was happening, but still remembers, you know, because like seeing something like that as a kid, like uh, ultimately that makes that person legendary. Like, you know, that's, yeah. that's you know, that's like Michael Jordan when we were seven, you know, that he is like, you know, that's, he's beyond, you know, human. Yeah. Uh, the same thing with Goldie Roger. Um, and makes me think about, you know, see, this is how I spiral. The, and then it makes me think about what Shanks was mm. was doing when, Goldie Rogers uh, was executed. Was he like getting ready to be a pirate already? Or was he like uh, had the same idea of Luffy and he's like, I'm going to go find the fucking treasure. Um,
0: but uh, Well, one of us knows.
1: Yeah, no, there you go. <laughs> one of us does
0: know. That there is an answer to that.
1: Um, and I'll tell you. No, <laughs> um, so we get into Lo- I do like the idea of And as a RPG fan or JRPG fan, Bill, you can relate to this, and Lewis, you can too, where uh, everyone's going in town to upgrade all their stuff. Like, every time you get to a new town, you're like, oh, "Oh, let me go check the shops and go see Mm -hmm. if there's a better, uh, you know, sword or bow for this character. Usually, you're maxing out your your primary guy and you're, li- you're letting everybody else just collect loot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, cause he can't afford anything else. But I do like, it's a, it's this one piece twist on it where Sanji's like, um, he'll be looking for, uh, fresh produce and like, you know, ingredients. Um, you know, Zoro needs his swords. Um, uh, Luffy's looking for the, uh, the execution platform. And, uh, Nami is just gonna go shopping,
0: and then we get. Uh, and Usopp wants to get some goggles. Some oh yeah, that's goggles. true. Yeah.
1: No, U- U- Usopp needs to supply up. Like he's, he needs to reload all the stuff he needs to make all of his bullets and yeah, stuff. He's oh, an oh, item-based yeah, he's an item based
0: character, so he needs it more than anyone. Yeah, yeah. he's a prop comic. You know, he needs those rotten eggs. Oh, he's, he needs that's a Tabasco.
1: It's it's. She needs the different bullets that's you know that's unfortunate
2: you know, for him to come across somebody named daddy the parent
1: but... oh that was i love wait, daddy the wait. parent too. Daddy, we'll get there yeah, too we'll, do we want to talk about daddy now I we'll, like we'll ahead, go but, yeah um,
0: we'll, we'll jump ahead are we well. jumping
2: ahead we're, we, these are all linear stories that are happening though
0: do we want at the same time so how about this well first we got to talk about zorro going the, to the sword store
1: does zorro go to the sword store before we meet
0: smoker no, we meet we meet Smoker first, the uh, the girl drops her ice cream on his pants. And,
1: and I thought that was so minute. cool. Yeah, I thought that was so cool that he's completely intimidating. You see he's kind of a dick, and then, you know, when that happens and the guy's apologizing, you know, he gives he gives her, you know, enough money to buy three scoops. And uh, five scoops. Five scoops. And I say five And that's when that's I wrote down, uh, like this guy, two cigars. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? Smoker seems okay. He seems okay. He's not. Obviously, he's an antagonist to, like, Luffy. But as a Navy officer, I like these depictions more because it's more like they're on the level uh, with uh, Luffy and, uh, like, you know, still being a Navy official. Like he's not yeah, breaking any I laws or anything. There's more the smoker in general
0: it. like when you see him in the you see him like in the bar talking to the old man you see him at Rogers uh, execution and we start to see that not all Navy people are created equal like we see that smoker he has kind of you know he wants to catch pirates but he also has like a reverence for them in a way like he, he wants like he needs like in his mind pirates are a certain thing and he doesn't like to see them not be that thing even exactly. though he wants to capture them like he he wants them yeah. to be like a certain like way and he's like oh these new pirates like they're not like the old pirates like I and mean, but would you would think that like oh wouldn't you want them to be easier to capture or like less ambitious but like no he wants a certain he has a certain idea of what a pirate needs to be um to be wor- like worthy almost of do that you think title. he
2: saw like goldie rogers like execution was like I want to be the guy who brings down somebody like that, or do you yeah. think he, like he no, had that's, like a respect for it?
1: That's a hundred percent. Like I feel like that's a hundred percent his reason in getting in the navy and getting super, super buff and strong, um, and uh, getting that 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 devil fruit. Um, but uh, he then mentions he would get a little hint of uh, where's our. Uh, where would she go? Um, she's she's late. Um, so they reference somebody that's not there, uh, which we get to find out later.
0: And yeah, so then we get uh, Luffy and Smoker meet for the first time, which is also hilarious. Um, <laughs> because Luffy just doing what Luffy does is is, is yeah. coming off very nonchalant, non threatening, very friendly. Like, he's he's already looking. <laughs> you know where the execution Luffy. stage is.
1: <laughs> and then of course Smoker (laughs) it's always the dichotomy between the two characters that makes it so enjoyable because Smoker's obviously this super serious guy Luffy is like this complete buffoon um and Smoker could just only think there's no way this (laughs) guy's lucky D Luffy because he hadn't seen the picture yet uh but uh, yeah, so uh, they meet. And... Yeah,
2: he even guides him to uh, the execution. Yeah, he says too, it's over there. Follow, follow the smoke. smoke.
0: <laughs> follow the smoke.
1: Um, now, do we want? Let's. Uh, you want to jump into the Zoro stuff now?
0: Absolutely, because this this is like this to me is one of my favorite parts of this arc. Is you get zoro going to uh to the store you get i know that justin you're going to love this the part where you get the 21 legendary swords
1: Oh, uh, you know yeah. i was <laughs> you know i had it pulled up like you know the search in google and i was like ah i can't hit enter i can't <laughs> hit enter <laughs> i want to know though i was but i was looking at the list she had in the thing and i was like oh shit those are all japanese <laughs> Mm. I can't read Japanese, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you get little hints. But uh, no, that's uh, 21 legendary swords, uh, and I was a little. Maybe you can help me with this build. Uh, so, his sword, um, his main sword, w- Wadamichi Emoji, is one of those swords.
0: Yes, yes, it is one of those.
1: Is the are the other two swords? Legendary so,
0: Wada, swords. Monji is a legendary sword. Katetsu three, which is the curse blade, I'm I, is also one of them. I'm ninety percent sure. Actually, let me let me confirm that right now. But.
1: Because did, they talked about grading. Was... They like they talked about grading and like you know uh, this was a particular type of uh, sword. So I didn't know if they were like tiers of swords, yeah. which would also be my favorite other thing that they believe, would discuss.
2: I believe the curse sword. I mean, he's looking it up right now, but I believe the curse sword fell into a different category of legendary swords. Yeah, because um, she does. She does say something about it after. Um, he's like, "It's a curse sword," and she's like, "You knew." He's like, "I can tell." Like, uh, he oh, feels it. so sick. Yeah, so, and he,
1: he feels so he it, it, and he. You see that also reflected later when the storm's coming, and he says, "Like, you know, something horrible is about to happen." Yeah, I was like, "He's like uh, on a
2: different wavelength."
1: Zoro, you know. He's a fi- he's first mate, right? Yeah, for sure. That that is no his doubt. utility. That is like his like day to day utility. Obviously, he's a great fighter, but also he's got the vibe. He's he knows <laughs> he knows when shit's going down. That's true. He's uh,
2: even sick too. Like when he like compare, he's like, let's see, like my luck or its curse, which one's stronger? And he tests it by throwing the blade up and like sticking his
1: arm out, which is such a ballsy move man i was so i was ballsy. a little bit showboaty oh my i was like zoro just take it like you mm-hmm. know <laughs> you want it just take sword's it. swords gotta pick you man
2: it's like the wand from harry potter you can't just choose it well choose it.
1: if it cut his hand off he really doesn't have too many more <laughs> options for swords <laughs> he has hey, to look, switch the shoe sword still style kicking
2: ass with one arm you know zoro probably could
0: um I know yeah, I they'll is one do a sword swords yeah uh, and uh, I know the other sword that mm-hmm. he gets I don't think is the other one that he gets at um at the store I think that's just like the best sword they had in, in the stock but other than Katetsu 3
1: yeah and that's why he was trying to get rid of it because it was cursed and
0: no. the,
1: uh,
2: hmm? are you talking about the third one that he got where the shopkeeper was like I'm sorry I tried to rip you yeah, off yeah the, the
0: the third yeah the third one I don't think is a legendary sword um, though he does give it a name, wow.
2: gotcha.
0: Um, but what I love also when you see that he doesn't get cut by the cursed sword, but when it falls into the floor, it goes it sinks, and it cuts through yeah. the floor all the way to the hilt. It's oh so sick.
1: Was, and uh, this reminds me just uh, of have either of you guys watched uh, Thirty Rock? No. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, well, there's a scene in Thirty Rock where they're picking out uh, diamonds for an engagement. And, uh, he goes up to the, the counter and he's saying, I'm I'm getting an engagement ring for, uh, for my fiance and the guy is showing him the rings that are on display there. And he goes, can you show me the real rings? And he looks at him and then he goes to the back and he pulls out these fantastic diamonds. And I was like, is that a thing? Is there a secret economy of like, you can go to somebody and say, uh, give me the real stuff. Show me the real stuff.
2: <laughs> oh, man, I've done that with Subway. And when they come to the <laughs> meatball farm... <laughs>
1: go to the back, get those good meatballs, those fresh meatballs. Get the good ones. Oh, gosh. This was, but uh, I, was, I was getting those vibes uh, during this. It's like, oh, yeah, he had to go to the back? Go to the back to get that sword? Oh, that's where he keeps his good stock. That's a... Uh, I thought that was that was, that was really cool. And uh, I'll add to things that I love. Anything named, so swords yeah. that are named are awesome. Obviously, uh, boats that are named. Well, boats are always named. But
2: uh, I mean, the shirts are always named. You got the memories. You got mode. You got all the fantastic ones that Oda comes up with
0: in the show. Wait, what? oh yeah, the 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 girl in the store that Nami's buying stuff from. Her her dress has a bunch of hearts on it, and then in the middle it just says funk
1: ah oh, yeah, that was a good one. She should have picked that up, yeah, that had to be like uh that had to be like a h and m type place where you could have got that for like six bucks
2: I don't know the whole world seems to have like this style that uh is fantastic I, I like bill has brought it up multiple times too like Oda should make a clothing line, and I full heartedly agree on
1: that yeah, yeah I buy it i i buy it. i I buy especially with particular outfits and who does that um Ralph Lauren does that where uh he takes military attire and makes it into fashion stuff so it's like based on military things but like he obviously makes it wearable and like you know makes it look cool and stuff like that but yeah that's uh that's definitely a thing and Oda should team up with it. But then again, he'd have to add something to his 800
0: uh, things to do. This is true. And so that finally brings us to Daddy Masterson. And this Ooh. is my one of my very, very, verys of the week. The very, very, very kinkiest name that we've had <laughs> yet in the show. Daddy Masterson. Uh, This is actually I wanted to note this right away because I don't know Justin If you would have noticed this and Lou probably only would have noticed because I mentioned it when it came on This is a filler episode This is this whole episode. This would be considered a
1: filler episode.
0: This is not yeah This is not in the manga. This is not canonical material So Daddy Masterson is like a one-off like he's only in the anime. He's not in the manga this Like and this is my first time ever seeing this episode too. I've never watched this episode before
1: Oh, because it was considered a filler?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Bill um, does not watch Oh, that. how do you... And he's so cool. Well, I didn't think... Oh, okay, Daddy Masterson is like a cowboy bebop character. Like, he's got all these guns. He's like... Got this, like sniper. Yeah, Wait, super cool.
1: His name is Daddy something else, isn't it?
0: Uh, but they, they call him Daddy His, his epithet is Daddy the Parent.
1: Daddy the Parent. And I thought to myself, that's that's very redundant. Yes. <laughs> yeah uh which when you say like the kinkiest name i was like well he is daddy the parent and he does have a kid maybe we can take the kink off of it a little bit L- just well he's just...
0: he's daddy and he's the master he's he's the master son
1: master does sound like something else too so you know that's <laughs> i'll give you a pass there
0: mm.
2: yeah his character is like a total uh Badass. And I mean, do you get like this whole backstory going on with like Usopp's father? Uh
0: Yasop, yeah. Which I So this is like you know, this is the also one of my problems with the filler is like maybe they're doing a little too much by giving like this story for Yasop that doesn't actually exist. But I also loved it. I was like, wait, we're getting some like Yasop exclusive footage right now. Like and you can also tell it's filler because shanks is in it and he does not have one line. Like they yeah, couldn't they get his voice actor to it, say anything.
2: Too. They were like, uh, uh there goes uh, shanks no. walking away without saying a single word. Like they literally yeah.
1: say that. <laughs> oh uh, man. Don't even, don't even talk to me. But uh, I saw him. All I had to do is see him. And I was like, shit, I should be watching what's going on with Yasav And I forgot. Uh, like, and but shanks is there and yeah. he keep my eyes off of me. He's just sitting on the floor. I feel
2: like mm-hmm. they should have just not addressed him not speaking and it would have been okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like Shanks sitting it's there kind of watching comical. like somebody he like, you know, trusts doing the thing, but instead they turned it into like a very meta like we can't afford his voice actor. <sighs> but uh Yasop yeah his speech um, that he ends up giving to Daddy the parent, uh in that flashback <laughs> I, I thought love, was so I love every time you say it. <laughs> I thought it was so funny because, like, what he ends up initially saying, I guess, with a lack of better words, is "I'm a deadbeat dad."
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he no, says. he he acknowledges, which I I always kind of I I hate that as a cop out, not in and in this show, but as a as a like a real life thing where somebody says, oh, "I would never be a good dad to him," like he's better off without me. No being your kid's life like you know no matter what your kid wants you there and like you know no matter what damage you think you're going to be doing it's almost if, if you can roll the dice that the damage will be just as bad by you not being there
0: uh, if not you heard words, it here I mean, from a real daddy real true dad. daddy the parent a true be, daddy the parent gotta be there
1: which yeah, I, mean, I mean he he did the right like you know He did the right thing. He went back to his daughter, and that was just as strong of a move. That was as brave. Uh, The proof
2: is in the pudding right there, too. I mean, like, Yasop was uh, fucking gun-ho and, like, shot Daddy the parent, got him. And, you know, there was, like, a duel that he felt shame from. And then, like, to juxtapose that with uh, Usopp, who... It was on the count of eight. He threw a fucking smoke bullet down. It was like,
1: run, <laughs> run. Mm, and, like
2: ends up getting shot. It's like, you know, your son is kind of a fucking coward. But, uh... That's my guy. Well,
1: no, nah, he's not a coward. He just knows that. He knows the fights he can win and what he cannot win. He's not, not walking in this. The...
2: But he's what not... ends up happening is daddy, the parent, tells him the story, and Usopp is now looking at, you know daddy and saying like i you know what you're right and you deserve you know uh respect a better duel yeah and like it's not even about his own father he's looking at daddy he's like you you're a better man like you are a strong man for telling me what you just told me and gave him the respect like i still i feel like there's gonna i hope there is at this point too i hope at some point if you if usap ends up meeting his father i hope there is some resentment i hope he's mad at him i hope he fights him <laughs>
1: Oh, that'd be
0: epic.
2: That's my. I also says. want to I point mean, out the top kind of
1: deserves it.
0: We get a panda man in this episode too.
1: Oh, oh what episode? So we can mark it.
0: Uh, that's episode fifty. Fifty. Yeah, 50.
1: I, I didn't see him. Yeah.
2: Where was he?
0: Uh, I think he was. Is I can't remember exactly. I didn't write down which scene he was in, but I think he was like in the background. It was I. I, I remember. It was like unclear if he was implied to be part of Shank's crew. Like, it was a part where they were all together. Uh,
1: so, I'm uh, uh, sorry for listening. I'm putting these in the show
0: notes because so, we got to track uh, them. <laughs> yeah. So, this episode, uh, it ends with the shootout against the weather vane. And again, this is my first time seeing this. So, I was they kept showing the weather vane and my idea of what was going to happen is that Usopp was going to fire his his slingshot at the weather vane and the weather vane would turn to like narrow out to be almost impossible to hit but he would hit it anyway. Mm-hmm. But what ends up happening is he just shoots through the head. And I was like, oh, well, I guess that works too.
1: Well, they thought that he didn't hit it at all. Yeah, oh, which that's I right. was yeah,
2: kind
1: of cool. Yeah, that's a... Uh, I but mean, Usopp throw. shot it
2: with so much power that it didn't even spin. It just like cleared through. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. Right.
1: And he had some shaky hands. I was like, oh, Don't. "No, there's a little bit of luck maybe there. Usopp. Is. Oh, for sure. It's he he hit the crown.
2: Always. You know, that's like shooting someone's hat off in 007. Like, you're, you Justin, aim you're going
0: to learn a little bit later. 100 shots, 100 hits. Lou already knows. You're <laughs> know. 100
1: shots, never miss. 100 shots, 100 hits. 100
0: shots. 100 100 hits. Lou, Lou, 100 la, shots.
2: La, Enough to kill anything that moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: So uh you're saying that you don't the so this is a completely new character just for the anime. Um Daddy Masterson, yeah. So do you think Oda, being involved with the anime, put this character in there because he had an idea for a character that he wasn't able to
0: I have no of... idea. I have a feeling what happens is they present this is what we're gonna do, and he lets them know if it's gonna destroy the narrative overall <laughs> if they do that. Um because the next episode with uh, Carmen, Leo, and Jose, the 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 best chef of the East Blue, <laughs> this is also a filler episode,
2: which I feel like did destroy the narrative to some degree.
0: No, you,
2: both
1: of you, both of you, sh- or at least Lewis, shut your mouth. <laughs> this was you can't my. You can talk favorite. to me that way. I'm the, the glue of the ship. S- you are the glue of the ship. <laughs> guess the the, sh- the, sh- the ship will sink. I don't blue care. Blue, uh, <laughs> Lou the glue. You Lou the glue.
2: Some words. You're getting us in a sticky situation but, there, Justin.
1: But <laughs> I thought this episode was so much fun. It was <laughs> I love um Carmen. I love her goons. I love her.
0: Sister. Yeah, Leo. This is actually Leo. not my first time seeing this episode. But, okay. Um I do love Leo. His face takes up the whole fucking screen. <laughs> and I I I was telling Lou, I was like, is this supposed to be Leonardo DiCaprio? Because he kinda has like the blonde hair and like The strong jawline, what, like, super emphasized because his jaw is so huge.
1: Well, when did this. uh, Let me uh, do a little research. Let me see when it premiered.
2: I mean, if it's going to be Leo, it's got to be Titanic Leo. I mean, it's like the only one I can think of where he's on a boat before Wolf of Wall Street,
1: you know? I'm on a boat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You
2: got Jose. Um, But yeah, the the situation with Carmen, I thought the whole episode was really good. um, Especially with, like, Sanji wants the elephant tuna, and they're going like through flashbacks of like Sanji Young and like being introduced to like the all blue.
1: Um, I, I think also those two being uh arcs kind of add to everybody getting their own episode. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's one of the things that I thought about too, is like they're trying to give everyone a little portrayal before you get off to the grand line. And I actually do like that. You get extra, like a little bonus material for Usopp's goggles rather than him just buying them at the store or whatever. Yeah,
2: for sure. I mean, Carmen was for me, it was like when Sanji finally realizes like who Carmen is. And it's like this flashback of Sanji as a kid working at the restaurant and Carmen's there. That was weird. That threw me off. That threw me off so much because like the whole reason for Sanji being a kid and being there Makes absolute sense, you know, for like, you know, being a rescue, all this shit, and like a backstory with, you know, the lead chef of the restaurant. But then you got like Carmen, there's nothing. There's not. She just happened to be there who like saw him and was like, oh, your dream hasn't changed. It's like you're painting this whole narrative that maybe she, like they could potentially later on maybe do something with that, but. For the time being, I'm like, oh, you're just kind of like throwing in somebody into his memories or into like our memories now at this yeah, point. Yeah,
0: I didn't like that they that they put her in the backstory. I didn't think that was necessary.
1: Yeah, no, then because they do set up a very because she says like, you know, I've been searching for you for ten years, and then like her uh, her her sidekicks, her assistants or whatever said, well, it's really been ten days. But <laughs> I laughed mm-hmm. so much. But she's very dramatic. But then they bring it back where she actually has been looking for him for 10 years. And then they show that. And I was like, "Uh, maybe that's a little bit much. You know, I I was saying it's like, you know, it's a little bit too meat of a bow of everybody. Like the connections sometimes are too precise and perfect. Um, Like, you know, that obviously 10 years ago, I saw you do this. And now all of a sudden, this is my ambition to beat you. Uh, You know, that... Kind of thing sometimes gets a little bit like you know uh, too neat and uh, uh, too tidied up. But I do I did enjoy Carmen as a as a character. I do enjoy Sanji. I haven't like okay, so Sanji a little bit of a, a, a fuck boy, but I told you. <laughs> but he's not going into like he's not assaulting anyone like you know he is he is very forthcoming when he says that you're beautiful which is very nice thing to say right (laughs) and you know that she implied that she had been looking for him for so long and he is so honored he's and he does not go to kiss her on the mouth he goes to kiss her hand and he gets slapped with a band (laughs) yeah But, uh, I still don't think Sanji has crossed the line, uh, completely still a man with honor. Uh, I think so
2: too. I agree with that. He's, he's the love cook, not the perv cook.
1: Yeah.
0: He has not. Yes, exactly. We'll get into some, some things a little later with Sanji. Yeah. And
1: and I know you, I know you mentioned that, uh, earlier, so I'm, I am trepidatiously, uh, you know, holding my tongue. But so far, that's why I wanted to mention. It. So far, I agree. I'm generally, seeing...
0: I I agree that generally Sanji does not cross a the line. There's maybe one or two parts, but um, we can cover that. It's it's much later. But we also put a marker for this episode fifty one. Another Panda Man. They're just throwing Panda Man. You get a you know filler episode. You get a Panda Man. You get a Panda you Man. A Panda, Panda Man. Man for you. They need to get that episode numbers up. They said, oh, it's a filler episode. Oh no, let's throw Panda Man in there yeah we need we need more pandas do you know the people want the pandas
2: do you know if panda man is uh an oda original or is this something that i
1: remember him. that yeah uh so he wins the he wins that the the elephant tuna the elephant well, here's,
0: tuna. here's the other thing i wanted to say about carmen's ambition to beat sanji who's the number one cook in the east blue if he's the number one cook in the East Blue, it's only going to last for like five more minutes because he's literally going to the Grand Line. So why do you care so much? Just let him leave. Well, let that's him a, leave that's, and then you're the big fish. Bill, that's the last chance. Wanna,
2: why do you want to hit Mythic if it's just going to reset tomorrow?
1: I feel it's her First last all, chance. <laughs> that's, I, 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 that's what I feel. That it's her last chance to beat him to before he enters the Grand Line and she can't pr- prove that she's better than him. Because now he's... Uh, he's out of reach he's out of reach yeah he's a uh, now he's not a east blue cook he is a, a grand line cook Fair. who knows we might see her again
0: yeah so we're on episode 52 which we, this is, is where we get the Alvida reveal
2: this is this is the crazy part is episode 52 is when I got 30 minutes of Bill screaming about a cloud and I was clueless until <laughs> we figure out what's going on but yes, we do we do get the Alvida reveal here. Um which like I said earlier, did not realize that's Alvida until she said,
1: "I'm Alvida." And I went, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> so, I 52 uh I loved this episode. I thought this was the most hype episode. I, this is why uh, for listeners at home, behind the kimono, uh, I m- almost made the same mistake I did last time of uh, stopping an episode ahead. And I thought this was the end because it leaves on such a hype moment. I thought Bill was just setting me up so that, like, you know, I get real, like, you know, pumped for it. Um, but this was, without a doubt, my favorite, like, thing, like, or episode uh, this arc.
2: What solidified it for you? Because for me, I could tell you was when Luffy's like, oh, this is my first time seeing an execution. And Buggy's like, it's your execution. He's like, what?
1: <laughs> uh, that was... So this is what I think One Piece was hit. It, it One Piece was hitting on all cylinders like at 100% it was Luffy doing uh, Luffy doing that his head sinking down to the floor (laughs) and I'm just so bummed out that he's like he's going to die Uh, the Alveda uh, reveal where he's like I don't I don't recognize you she goes you don't recognize me I don't I can't really put my finger on it (laughs) like Mm -hmm. And uh, I I figured it out already. And everybody else in the entire world figured it out already before (laughs) Luffy
2: oh yeah and the same uh, joke applies for uh buggy when he's like what's your name again it was a uh, Buf-
1: buffoon <laughs> <laughs> buffoon, right
2: and everyone's like it's buggy buggy the Pirate and then he's like oh you're buggy
0: <laughs> yeah it was... i remember now you're buggy after everyone else says it <laughs> yeah after everyone else says yeah you're
1: buggy and he, what do you think we're talking about <laughs> oh oh we skipped the uh, part where they're eating uh dinner and uh, Buggy's looking for Luffy, and oh, yeah. uh, you know th- neither one of them have money. And Buggy slams the table, and like uh, the pouch flies onto the, the other money flies
0: onto yeah. Luffy and Zoro's table.
1: And he says, "Oh, thanks for recovering us." And he
0: goes, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and then Moji's like, "Hey, that was the straw hat." Yeah, he knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh,
1: that was that was good. Um, but yeah, no the Alveda reveal and she has the smooth fruit, right? That's her yeah, yeah. that so she has the smooth fruit which she says the only effect was it took away my freckles. <laughs> like, yeah. And then and he's like, I don't think that's it. He goes, That's, that's not what I was referring to. <laughs> like, it's very natural. Lot. Um but I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. Um, speaking of
2: smooth, smooth fruit. The smoothest fucking line delivered in this episode is from Luffy, who's, like, about to get executed. And he just shouts out to his crew, sorry, I'm dead. And with, like, a smile on his face.
1: Sorry I died. Yeah. Sorry I died, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, and this big smile on his face. And... Which
2: shakes Smokey up.
1: Yeah, so that's why I also like this episode, like uh, added in this arc the the most. And this is a fantastic arc. I, I think this might be, uh, I think this will probably be the case that this I like this is my new favorite arc, uh, where Smokey is like you have all of these things coming at the same time. So it was like I was saying before, it's like what one piece. Like the potential of One Piece, I feel is like I'm starting to really, really get it. What Bill is uh, talking about is that you have Alvida, you have Buggy, you have this smoke uh, smoke guy, sure. yeah, who's like you know part of the Navy. You have um, that lady, the Sergeant Major, who Tashigi, um, who um, has that rivalry with. Uh, um, with Zorro Zorro, and you have all these moving pieces at the same time. And unlike what, like in the Baratier arc where I was like, this characters came out of nowhere. There were characters that came out of nowhere that I felt had great introductions. Like, uh, like it, it felt good. Yeah. It was earned. Yeah. And, it was just, like, all this shit is going down at the exact same time. And this rain is coming, and they got this giant fish they need to bring to the boat. And I love Sanji. is like, he's not going to let go of that fish. <laughs> like, yeah. but
2: the, that's the thing. He does, which is, like...
1: He does? does when he... you have to go save Luffy. Oh, yeah. just, I didn't like... know that. I didn't see that.
2: No, no, no. But still, like, that's what's great. is like, you've got, like, this whole... Even just, like, the fish itself is, like this introduction or reintroduction to him and like the all blue and like what it means. Mm -hmm. And then like, you find out like Luffy's about to get executed and he literally just drops the fucking fish where he stands and like runs after him. Because I, I, in my opinion, I thought that was more of like the weight of one being a part of the crew, but really like also like I need to get to the all blue and like Luffy's kind of his meal ticket to do it, you know?
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Um, well I also
0: love so Luffy we skipped past this but Luffy when he's up there he says that he's going to become the pirate king before uh, before uh, Buggy goes to execute him and then he says sorry I'm dead when he realizes there's nothing he can do about it Um, and Smoker this is what Smoker does to Luffy here reminds me a little bit of Arlong seeing Zoro's wounds Mm -hmm. where he's where he says to one of his subordinates he's like have you ever seen a pirate smile on the execution platform? Uh, and but in his mind, he's thinking of Roger, and he's like, "This is fucked. This guy's going to be a problem. This guy's going to be a threat." The same way the last time Arlong I s- seeing uh, yes. seeing Zoro's wounds, he's like, "I got to kill this guy right now because, like, he they're they're like, oh, I, they're not doing anything yet, but I see the potential, and it is yeah. scary. The, yeah, the, the potential last is ta- scary.
1: Yeah, the last time I saw this was." with Goldie Roger. And this guy says he's going to be king of the pirates. I see this right now as an issue. And up until that point, he was talking about um was Smokey talking about like not like nobody like of uh renown or nobody like to challenge him uh no, like the pirates now aren't like, you know, up to snuff. Yeah, he's not uh, impressed t- with yeah. the pirates that he's, have been coming through. Even the guy, town. like he,
2: like versed that he thought was Luffy at first because he hadn't seen the poster, and he's like, "You're not a
1: thirty million rob." Yeah, I, I could tell. Yeah, I can yeah. tell by looking at you, which is completely insulting. Because yeah. how do you look at? Because how do you look at Luffy and say, that?
2: <laughs> "That's some shit someone would say to me on the street."
1: <laughs> you say, "Well, you're right."
2: I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, "Oh man,
1: <laughs> sorry guys." <laughs>
2: But like it's cool is like going from I mean, like going from that like witnessing cuz he keeps telling them too he's like hold off let's see what happens let's see what happens and you know it jumps straight into uh, the next episode where you're like fuck how is he going to get out of this and like the lightning bolt that hits the moment like the whole execution stage comes down smokers in full effect like all right everybody move in like
1: yeah our plan's fucked like you know we need yeah. to all move in things are getting things are going sideways we need to uh the, and you see his plan falling apart it's like uh where's unit one and units uh unit ones and repairs we have another group coming in to uh take care of it so his shit is falling apart like at the seams and he understands it um which i i really i i I said it before, I'll emphasize it again. I really like smoker as a, a nice, uh, continuing threat, uh, for, for Luffy. For Luffy. Yeah. yeah.
0: I also like that, you know, it's not just that he's like move in and, and like take care of him, but he's also like the wind that just came in is, is blowing towards the ship for them. Like it's blowing, like it's going to blow them out of the Harbor. Like it's almost like the heavens themselves are on the, on their side, side of, yeah. this, of this yeah. And Sanji so even
1: asks,
2: like... "Sorry?"
0: No, go ahead.
2: No, like Sanji even asks Zoro. He's like, "Do you believe in God?" And Zoro's <laughs> like, "Don't have me <laughs> stupid questions like that right now." <laughs> because it is. It, it seems almost like fatalistic, like for this lightning bolt to come when it does, for it to topple over and free Luffy. And now, like the winds are blowing in his favor, and like the whole thing doesn't seem like a coincidence. There's something clearly wrong with it and i'm sure smoker also has like an indication like he could feel like something is off uh before any of this actually happens
0: so at the beginning of this episode we also see just something this is not like a a huge plot thing but something that i just love about this series is we see buggy makes like a little motorcycle out of himself that was awesome alvita (laughs) does the smooth tracks like where she does like the like skating yeah she's basically doing skating and then smoker gets on his billowing bike which is like the the three-wheel motorcycle that we were talking about mm-hmm. and it's like oda has thought about if a person has this power what's they're gonna like their devil fruit power what is gonna be like a way that they can transport themselves quickly or like abuse their devil fruit power to like move faster and so it's just like it's so fun and, like, so cool, like, how he's come up with something for each of these characters. And that's it's also so, like, nonchalant. Like, it's not something that, like, without bringing focus to it, you would think too much about. But it's like, oh, he's thought about, like, all these little things with, like, every single character.
1: No, and, and, it's, and it's good because very easily when it comes to, like, powers and stuff like that in uh, anime or comics... Where you can just say, well, why don't they just, like, you know, the the creator put too much in there, where it ends up just being the answer to everything. Yeah. Um, but he's very, very skilled at making a power specific enough where it is very interesting and powerful at the same time, where it is not, like, the god power yeah. Um, would that will destroy everything no matter what? It is just an interesting wrinkle in their character and their fighting style and uh, their utility. Um, you know, the Luffy, like you were talking about, uh, like the transportation Luffy doing, like, and he's done it before the the catapult thing yeah, where he slingshots
0: he, himself around, he yeah.
1: slingshots himself around. It's and that's that's very interesting. That's a very interesting power, it's not unlimited, uh. It, like, you know, as far as power scaling or whatever, but it is a way for Luffy to get onto his boat, um, which is the goal. And
0: so from there, everyone's running towards the boat, and we get the confrontation with Tashigi against Zoro, where she actually knows it's Zoro this time. And one of the things that I thought was fun is um, Zoro in in the sword shop, at some point says something to Tashigi like, oh, do you want to try to take Wado Ichimoji from me? Like, like, yeah. are you challenging me to take this? And then when Tashigi confronts him at this point, she's like, I'm going to take Wado from you. And I, I love that little flip. Um, now obviously Tashigi doesn't win the fight. But I do like that she gets some good parries in, and like she shows that she's competent. She just can't beat Zoro. Yeah, she's what? not.
1: She's not a. She's sergeant major. She's not yeah. a. Uh, and she's not a, a, a bullshit captain like a. Um, full body. Full full body. Like you know, uh, she's she's a legit deal. She's a uh, young maybe like green uh, as a. Uh, uh, as a new officer, but, um, and she's also in it for the right, like, you know, the right reasons potentially. Like, you know, she's, she's like, no, you're a pirate. Like, you know, you guys are criminals that I'm going to take you down. Uh, which I always liked the dichotomy between like, you know, these people so far, everybody on Smokey's crew is in it for the right reasons or the reasons that they signed up for. Right. Um, yeah. so it makes it a very interesting dichotomy of uh, they're gonna fight their antagonists you don't necessarily at least me I don't necessarily want like you know either one of them to go down um, uh, so I, I enjoy that a lot um,
2: I really enjoy too like um, when she does confront Zoro. um and she even says like a sword like that shouldn't be on you know a bounty hunter like yourself or whatever she had like worded it i there's that moment where zoro's like all right we'll come and take it from me and he gets ready to fight her or like i felt like zoro was eager to fight tashigi because it reminded him so much of uh uh kina is that her Kuina. name Kuina. Kuina. um yeah i just i got that feeling that it was like there was something reminiscent there obviously she already looks like her but zoro i feel like zoro was trying to scratch an itch that he couldn't have since he was like a kid where he's like maybe i'll get like the same feeling of fighting koina and even like at the end when he like he like gets her pinned and like dismounted from her sword he ends it with uh you don't like deserve the sword or like something to that effect where he's like you you can't have this sword I don't know, I feel like it would have gone down differently if she could have beaten him.
1: I feel that she's, I feel that he's playing with her. I like the, like, uh, idea, because he smiles, like, you know, when he's, uh, when he's going to fight her, and maybe because he reminds her of uh, uh, Kuina, that he's kind of enjoying the fact that he could flip the tables a little bit on somebody he knows is clearly uh, inferior to him. And that's why when he, like, you know, he does pin her, he's, he, like, you know, le- he lets her go. It's, you know, she's in his way, and she would kill him, but he's like, no, it's, uh you know, that's uh, I'll see you again.
0: Um, yeah, well, she's upset because she's like, you won't kill me because I'm a woman, and... Zoro immediately is like, no, it's because you look at my friend. You're a copycat. You're a copycat woman. You're a copycat friend. <laughs> and he's like all pissed. And she's like, what are you talking about? You're just some wannabe uh, that wants to be Kulina.
1: Yeah. but uh, that's, Totally uh, hit a nerve with him. Do we
0: want to talk about uh, uh Dragon is his name? Well, before well, we get there, uh, okay, I, I yeah. want to talk about we get uh, Luffy versus Smoker. And this is where we get that Smoker's power. If they Like if Luffy punches him in the face... Smoker's kind of like the T-1000 from Terminator. It's like he takes the damage and just reforms. Like, he doesn't get hurt. His body just turns into smoke. Um,
1: and this is where yeah, we'll,
0: I, I have a lot
1: of questions, yeah, for if you can explain, like, going forward, what's going... Because I was a little confused. Because it happened very fast, uh, all this stuff.
0: Sure. So, is like, what, what question in particular?
1: So, I mean, it was the... Luffy smoker fight, I, I understood. Um, it was the involvement of our third friend that really kind of threw me for a loop. Uh, where I was like, what the hell happened? But, uh, like, you know, go through it. Um, you know, do your thing, and I'll see if I can. Well, I mainly on.
0: just wanted to highlight that this is our first instance of getting a, a, a devil fruit power. That's the way smokers is and i don't want to go too far into it because we'll get more of an explanation of it later and i think that explanation is going to be more satisfying than what i could offer uh, in 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 just the podcast but basically that he's almost like an elemental um like like you know y- you punch him and like he just becomes the element of smoke like he like it's not like luffy where you punch him and you punch him. well luffy is also on some level an element but not the way that basically there's subclasses of devil fruits and smokers is a like a different one than luffy's is where yeah he becomes like this this element of smoke and so he can't be punched he can't basically be damaged by luffy because if you try to punch him he just becomes smoke and your hand just goes through him basically um and so this is where we get dragon coming in and so i wanted to uh You know, what were you guys thinking about Dragon? Because, Lou, I don't think you remember Dragon. I didn't
2: remember Dragon. But the thing that I thought was really impactful with Dragon was everything leading up to Dragon revealing himself to Smoker was, you know, you've got Buggy and Alvita who are tenured pirates who have had like a bounty on their heads that is very large for the East Blue before Luffy showed up I
1: feel it, this was like one mil that's was nothing that's...
2: still you know they're they're ten years they're they are pirates that have been around for a minute and when smoker comes through in one shot captures all of them right and it gives you first of all it gives you the introduction to to the element that stops devil fruit powers which is like laced on the net but you also have this so um, what was that? Uh, Bill, do you remember the name? You've got to know the name. It,
0: okay. it, yeah, it's called Kairoseki, which they didn't. They haven't introduced it fully yet, so I don't want to speak too much on it. But you'll but they note that it. when 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 they throw the when they throw the nets on them, they're like, oh, like on Buggy and Alvida. That's like, oh, this is the kind of net that negates a Devil Fruit power. So yeah. it has an element to it that makes it so a Devil Fruit power can't be activated. Okay, I completely missed that. So it's it's said super quickly. And it, this isn't like a moment where that becomes critical, but yeah. they'll speak more on that later. And then yeah. you'll get the origin of it and it makes sense.
1: Yeah. I was wondering, I was like, how did uh, you got two people here with devil fruit powers? It's, you know, in this episode,
0: everybody's got devil fruit power. Apparently. Yeah, that is We're true. We're going to the but, grand line, baby. This is, this is like, yeah, that's where ship Yeah. So, but, um, uh, but, uh,
1: but
2: you, that's the thing that, uh, where I'm trying to get at is like, Smoker takes care of them almost immediately. He hunts down Luffy and for all intents and purposes beats Luffy's ass. Like Smoker is no fucking joke. Pops Yeah. No contest. And then you get dragon who comes in and Smoker shook. And that's when I'm just like, Oh fuck. Who is this guy? Like he's got this like amazing power that even Smoker is like Sh- shit. He's like, dragon, what are you doing here? Like there's a, there is some certain, like, feeling of fear coming from them, which kind of paves the way for, like, what the hell are we getting into with the Grand Line? You in, know? The
1: f- in the in familiarity that I was very intrigued by
0: um, between the two.
1: Yeah, Cause, yeah. Cause, cause well, I love that,
0: that when Dragon comes down, Smoker says, the government's looking for, like, trying to take your head. And Dragon replies with, the world is waiting for our answer. And obviously I know who Dragon is, but Dragon is a character that we see very, very rarely. Like this scene comprises about a third of all the Dragon scenes. And Whoa. and Dragon is, to this day, one of the most mysterious characters in the series. And that's why I feel like I can talk about the very 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 first theory fan theory that we're going to talk about on this Ooh. podcast because it's one that is not proven yet and i don't think saying that it's not proven yet spoils a whole lot because you'll i mean we, no. we don't get a lot of dragon i mean he's, Theor- he's theories are mysterious. theories yes
1: uh so he's
0: more mysterious than than roger more mysterious than shanks i mean he this is like we don't like well, Watch don't Bounty. That's what you like. Say
1: about he, shanks.
0: Well, I would say I would power scale Shanks above Dragon in terms of power scaling from but what d- I've seen. Don't
1: try to make up for it. Just, you know, just say yeah, sorry, I guess.
0: <laughs> you know I never talked about Yeah, just that. say your sorry. Uh, but, I mean, Shanks'
2: power level you think is higher only because you don't know that much about Dragon.
0: You can make that anyway. call. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dragon, the theory is, and this is why I was freaking about out about the clouds, the theory is that dragon has a weather devil fruit power, like a power that lets him control the weather and that he is the one who brings the lightning bolt that saves Luffy and the winds that blow him out of the sails, out of the, uh, out of the Harbor. And so even like when basically what I'm freaking out about is like, this is like a fan theory. And this is like one of the only scenes that we have to back it up because like I said, we, I don't think actually I don't know we might only see dragon one other time in real time in the whole rest of the series to this point um, like to the current you know for for the listeners I'm talking about to the current arc which is like chapter 1018 is the latest chapter up to that point I think we've only seen we hear his name we hear things about him but we don't see him hardly ever so this is one of the only times that his presence is you know felt and in that time, there's all these crazy weather things happening. And we haven't had another character with uh, a, a devil fruit that influences the weather quite like this. So it's theorized that Dragon is the one who has a, like, a weather devil fruit power and that what that's what accounts for all these weird weather coincidences is not like an act of god it's an act of dragon and that's why like when the first wind blows and I'm and lose like sees me like freaking out but it's like I'm like yeah, and oh Yeah, pushing shit. like
2: Luffy's like, hat to the execution area. Exactly. And you're like, oh my god. Oh exactly. My
0: god! It's like dragon's like I'll lead I'll find a way to lead him there without without like without introducing myself like I'll I'll lead this kid there cuz I like you know I'm going to help him out. And he just blows his hat there. And it's like, Oh, it's like dragons, like influence. Yeah, um,
1: it's, I always, um, not to, uh, get too, uh, heavy on, uh, like subjects of, uh, religion, but I always thought that the most powerful version of like capital G God was being able to poke something and having the wherewithal to know that if I poke this thing a chain of events will happen that to get exactly everything back to where it is supposed to be like the most minor influence like because you have all the knowledge in the entire world um so i always thought that that was interesting and this that kind of reflects what you're talking about with uh um dragon where i am i thought it was dragon that uh sent that lightning down when i saw him later I was like, yeah, no, this dude did it, because that's too big of a coincidence. Uh, Yeah,
2: exactly. You know what? I'm going to save this question for once we get into the Grand Line, but I do have a question that may pertain with directly Dragon and the Grand Line.
1: All right. Well, I mean, we have Dragon now. Um,
2: No, no, but we don't have the Grand Line right now, and what uh, I would talk about would spill some beans.
1: Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I just had some questions. And so what did Dragon do to get, uh, um, Smoker out of, uh, Luffy's hair?
0: Well, he like puts them down basically. He likes, he like, he like, I don't know that we don't actually, we he don't see like tornado. a scuffle between them. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Um, but, but we, no, we do see him like, <clears throat> like bring in, well, okay. Again, this is a theory. We don't know that. That dragon has his power but we see a huge wind come through and like blow the whole town over basically um and that's when luffy and friends are kind of like running away make a break for it okay yeah it's it's implied that either that wind broke them up or there's some kind of scuffle between dragon and smoker and either he luffy was separated from them at that point or that plus the wind moves them away that's sort of what i'm thinking there
1: okay because yeah i was when in uh i was watching that um i thought i might have been distracted uh because i was like so I, I thought like smoker was about to he, he had this guy dead to rights and then i did see this other character come in and i was like did they fight or something like but if it happened really fast i might have just missed it or like you know d- didn't infer uh what might have happened. Um, I did nah. see the wind also. Knocked, like the whole town down. But I, again I didn't know. Uh, that might have uh, given Luffy the chance. To kind of bolt.
2: Well I think it's fair that. Um, that dragon. Is the person that brings in a tornado. That separates it. Because like. At this point we know Luffy as a character. When the fuck does he run away from a fight. Like you see yeah. him literally get blown to the harbor to To, get out of it. to get
1: to the grand line man yeah
2: yeah to get to the grand line but the only way to get to the grand line that luffy knows of you have to go through smoker to get to the grand line which already established at least like three times apparently
1: he he does not so yeah
2: Yeah, that is true that is true but it's only because dragon
0: says get the fuck off luffy you get the fuck off luffy
1: that's true
0: unless shank says
2: no, <laughs> Unless
0: <thing> says, no. <laughs> says no.
1: Then, like you know, you have conflicting. <laughs> yeah, immovable force I means an immovable object. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's. I I thought that was. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, so this uh,
0: episode ends with a super iconic scene, and this was like the iconic scene from One Piece for for years. Uh, though now, like, there's so many iconic scenes that it's almost you know, it doesn't have the same, like this was like Punch. a huge thing at the time, yeah. but the barrel scene where everyone puts up their foot on the barrel and they pledge like what their ambition is going into the grand line. Like this is like, you know, there was a time where this was like the halfway point. Like when I started, this was like almost like the halfway point of the series or something like, that's so oh, cute. Going- that's so cute. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, Bill and I actually have this thing in the morning that we do something similar. We put our foot up on the table and, you know, Bill will, like, yell something like, I will not cry at work today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we kind of make a pledge before we go out into uh,
0: our grand line, you know?
1: I do that. I try, yeah. I, I put my foot work up on is the table. It's grand line. It is.
0: It's unpredictable. It's harsh. It's exactly. scary as fuck. Well, know, could die happen. any minute. Any Never, second Any character could show up and demand a COI. A COI.
1: From <laughs> <you>. <laughs> uh, what was uh, a? <laughs> you just messed me all up I like during the I like during that whole pledge uh everyone's listing their ambition and you clearly see Usopp's face and he's like shit what am I gonna say what am I gonna yeah. say <laughs> uh, I thought that was I thought that was really good um but uh yeah no that's how that's how they ended. um what's kind of the is there a little coda at the end or like a little flash of something towards the end? I forget. No, it Not was a I freeze remember. frame
2: of them just going into like harsh waters,
0: um, before the to be continued.
1: So are they in the grand
0: line now or like, are they officially? No, no, no. There's oh, going to be no. a very definitive, uh, actually. So the next episodes that we're covering is going to be a filler arc and, I think this is such an egregious place to put the filler because like the next episodes otherwise are them like going to the grand line. And that's such a like, if you're like looking forward to that and then you just get this random filler arc, like if like, if you don't have the option to skip it, oh my God, I can imagine that being so frustrating.
2: Have you seen any of this uh, filler content that we're about to foresee? Have you watched any of this?
0: Uh, Let me see which this one is
2: because we're um, we're leaving okay, off okay. them leaving the the island and being chased at this point, point by ten. buggy Advita, and uh being chased by smoker
0: oh yeah which... well this is also yeah we get the we get that smoker buggy and avita are basically all going to the grand line to chase luffy yeah. uh, oh, no, i haven't seen this filler content
1: i do i do appreciate um the Really quick before we uh, get we are circling the end here, but I do appreciate um, Smoker uh, telling his uh, telling his crew. He's like, "No, get the ship ready. We're gonna go chase these guys." And yeah. and they're like, "Well, no, this is kind of like your jurisdiction. You're kind of in charge here." And he goes, "I don't take orders from them. That's uh yeah. we're gonna go uh,
0: we're gonna go catch these guys." Yeah. And I was like,
1: "God, that's fucking cool." <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. What it kind of comes back to what you said in a little bit, uh, or maybe it was Lou who was talking about like maybe what he got out of seeing Roger's last words is this is the pirate that this is the kind of pirate that I want to catch, and so he sees Luffy going out, and he's like, this is that kind of pirate. Like this is the kind of pirate that yeah, I want. Kind of
2: answers Justin's question: who, who caught Goldie Roger? You know, who's going to catch Luffy? It might be Smoker if he's mm-hmm. willing to just. Drop his post and like. No, we're we're fucking going to the Grand Line, <laughs> getting this guy.
1: No, we're on a mission, here, Commodore. Uh, you know that could be dangerous though. You know, that I, I have watched enough uh and read enough history uh of books to know about uh, uh admirals and captains that uh get obsessed with catching uh certain. Uh, groups and certain types of pirates uh where they completely go off like off rails and like off map where when they see them again they're just like they're they're like shells and they're basically done um and they come back to find out that they've been like decommissioned and you know all of your all of your status has been taken away uh so it's very dangerous game to 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 do that, especially I I would assume on the Grand Line.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh, also really quick, the Red Line and the Grand Line intersect, right?
0: Yeah. So the Red Line is like the Grand Line is the linear ocean that goes through the center of the world, like mm-hmm. through like like the, the North Pole to South Pole center. And okay. And then the the Red Line is almost like a equator like a like an equator that that goes v- vertically. The oh, okay
1: world. so latitude longitude wise so yeah the yeah. uh grand line goes up down um the no,
2: grand line goes west to east red line goes north to south
1: yeah oh, okay northeast yeah well it also doesn't help where when they label the, the oceans like n- the north uh, north sea is like uh north blue is uh, yeah. Up left, it, and... yeah, it's northwest. Yeah, and then, yeah. So yeah, that, that that messed me up a little bit. But um, yeah. Now I just wanted some clarification on, on that. I'd be like, if you're gonna find the one piece, it's gonna be in the center of both of them. Look at that. Just <laughs> X marks the spot right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. I just wanted some clarification there.
2: They do. They. I. I remember thinking. Something similar to, and luckily they do explain there is an entrance to the Grand Line. You can't just enter wherever you want to enter.
1: Yeah, they talked about that in the last one, um, where there's basically one way to get in, um, that's semi-safe, uh, going in other ways is not preferable. Yeah. Uh, but, uh... Do we want to discuss now what we want to do with this uh, filler arc? Do we want to watch it? Do we want to skip it? Um, do oh, we want to do a special yeah, episode for it? it? So this is okay. this is
0: gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun one because the part of the fun of this podcast is I haven't watched most of these filler episodes. I mean, I probably only watched ten percent of the filler episodes of One Piece, so it's gonna be my first time seeing these episodes. Cool,
1: that'll be fun. Then we'll definitely we'll definitely go through these, um, and we can see. Uh, Bill, if I were to ask you what is the episode numbers that we would be going through, what would you say?
0: Well, if I were asked such a question, <laughs> I'd say the episodes are going to be uh, 54 through 61. Okay. 54 through
2: 61, all filler, all killer, baby.
0: Love it,
1: Bill. Love I'm it, Lou. I love. It, I'm
2: excited uh, to see this is Going to be what I feel like is going to be a first is watching Bill's genuine reaction to One Piece episodes he's never seen before.
1: Actually, and you know what? I want to talk off air about a nice little change we could do to the uh, structure of the show. Um, but uh, we're know. gonna
2: sprinkle in Fast and the Furious facts. Oh my gosh, you. that
1: would that would be great. That, that would be that would be fun.
0: Uh, Lou's obsessed with Fast and the Furious right now, even though he's never watched them.
1: You never
2: yeah. had your you never had
0: your car, Lou. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't wait. It's everything's about family and vin Diesel Everything. And uh, let record. me tell you
1: something. Most like it, it, it's dumb as all hell, but boy, is it a joy to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, the escalation is, is, is fantastic in that show. That's, and the quotables are even better, <laughs> uh, but it's on, uh, HBO max it, you know, just, uh, hop on there and you can watch, I think most of them.
2: I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So you guys, uh, episodes 54 through 61 are going to be our our next ones to to go through uh does anybody else have anything they want to bring up before we uh close out the uh, what do we call this the logetown arc
0: logetown yeah
1: yeah that's what i said right
0: yeah
1: yeah what's that
2: old saying uh shanks used to say
1: Oh, well, I mean, before I talk about... I can talk about Shanks all day, but before I talk about what uh, Shanks would say, I wanted to let everybody know that we are live on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Pocket Casts, and everywhere in between our our Twitter and Instagram are up and uh, live. Hashtag for each is... Uh, hashtag the strongest pod. So if you like the show, you like anything uh, that we're doing, go give us a like. Um, I've been posting uh, episodes um, as they come out, at least on Twitter. Uh, I got to figure out how uh, Instagram works. I'm an old man when it comes to that sort of thing. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, Uh, thank everybody who um, listens? Um, I know uh, personally that the last episode lacked mm-hmm. a certain piece of audio quality at certain points, but um, anybody who's sticking with us, I want you guys to know that we are constantly uh, looking to improve this show and make it more and more enjoyable for you guys. So I, I appreciate everybody who's still listening
0: and for those of you who are listening to that episode that past episode you know you gotta admit it's kind of fun that i sounded like the colonel from metal gear solid 2 at times it's kind (laughs) of fun Uh, i wish i could do that more often but you
1: know no that's that's definitely something i would like you to do more often (laughs) Hmm.
2: work on Uh, your voice bill you gotta sound more like the (laughs) colonel
0: yeah
1: Uh, but on all those uh but uh, on everything there uh Like, subscribe. Uh, I want you guys to introduce this show to your friends, your moms, your baby mamas, your babies. You know they got (laughs) these kids. They get iPods fast. You know you download the very, very, very strongest podcasts on there. They're not going to go wrong. It's going to be real easy for them to to get into. Um, You know. But um, besides that, uh, I want to end with a very. A uh, very serious note. Um, if you don't, if you guys aren't aware, when Shanks says no, I'll see you guys next week.